صباح الياسمين صباح الخير from Bethlehem Today we have a guest who's, who's not a chef but he is a chef even if he doesn't admit it Wissam Jubran from the Jubran Trio Wissam, thank you for being with us from Paris صباح الخير Wissam صباح الياسمين صباح الفل صباح الفلسطين Good morning to everyone I'm so glad to be with you Chef Fadi today Wissam, it's such a pleasure to have you, and I think we need to just tell people listening to us how all of this happened. Guys, basically, Wissam and his brothers were in Bethlehem for a show. They had they were animating two performances, two concerts for Christmas, and they were staying at the Hosh, my guest house, and we, we started talking about food, and I realized the three of them are totally, totally passionate about Palestinian food. And then we'll tell you during the show a few of the crazy things Wissam does. But uh, Wissam, where does this love for food come from? Well, it's the family, you know. Um, I remember when I uh, opened my eyes, I was seeing my father making da'ouz in the kitchen and seeing my mother singing and cooking at the same time while I was playing, you know, um, some rhythms with the spoons and, you know, making some music uh, when I was a kid in the kitchen. That, that's, that's how we were born. And that's how we started music, I think, with the uh, Gibran brothers. So it's part of us. It's part of our culture. It's uh, music as well for me. Kitchen, when you cook, when you cut, when you do things that you love, it is music by itself. It's, it's a culture that we have to preserve. So I can't... Uh, separate that from music, honestly. But you're very attached to Palestinian food, and and I think what for me one of the images that has stayed in my mind was a picture your brother Samir sent to me. You were on stage getting ready for a performance. They were doing the tunings, and you were sitting on the floor cleaning green zatar. Absolutely, you know zatar is always. Like joining us. Zatar for me, it's a very symbolic plant, honestly. It's like the smell of Palestine. Each time I travel, I have Zatar with me. Each time I meet people that I want to, I want to introduce Palestine, um, I introduce my music, my culture, my language, and I also wish sometimes to introduce the taste of Palestine and the smell of Palestine. So it's very symbolic for me to present the zatar, honestly. And the zatar, moreover, it's it's like a plant that reminds me my childhood. Next to our uh, house in Nazareth, I was always going with my father walking in the in the forest and, and just taking some wild plants, uh, zatar um, and other things, and tasting them on the moment. So for me, it's, it reminds me all of this. And I want always to be surrounded by this smell and this taste. You, you, in our conversations before, you always mention these walks with your father in the, in the forest, in the wilderness. Um, and, and today your father is, a, is an active member of your cooking passion because what happens when you're in Paris, you, you have a question about herbs and then I don't have the answer sometimes. And you're like, oh, but Abu Samir has taken a picture of the Hwerna of... Or, so I, I feel it. his contribution to, to this 
taking you out and getting you to know the, the herbs of Palestine has really formed your, your, your love for these herbs. My father, Abu Samir, bless him. I, I miss him so much. You know, uh, I always share with him things like this. We call each other daily and we share uh, things about root, about food, about smell, about incense, about, you know, yesterday, precisely yesterday, I opened this subject with him and I wish, I wish to share this subject with you, uh, Chef Fadi. Thank you. And that was about a plant, we call it Ilsaini. And uh, I, I'm sure uh, part of you, they call it Ilsan uh, Attur. It's the tongue of Datur. And we call and, it Wara Ilsan in Bethlehem. Yes, and, and this plant I love. You know, it's so tasty. And we have it in our garden. My father at that time, he got some seeds from from the nature and he planted and each year, you know, in, in, when it's the, the, re, the season, we eat Wara uh, Ilsaini. So uh, I miss it a lot. And the last time when I visit my family in Nazareth, I, I took some seeds. And now in Paris, I start to, you know, to plant and to, to see how it grows and to make a small research. And I discovered, and maybe you will be surprised as well, that Ilsaini, actually, it is uh, Mirami. It's a, a soj, you know. Uh, it's the same family. And if you go more deep, you will find that this is it's called uh, La Salvia di Palestina. This is the Latin name, Salvia di Palestina. It's the Soj uh, de Palestine in French, Miramille uh, de Palestine. So, and you, more, you go more deep and you find out actually that if you want to make uh, medicine out of that, of the normal meramiyi, the, the soj, uh, it's sometimes you find it like toxic and that's why we don't give it to uh, pregnant women or children. And then the only solution is to take uh, the uh, the oil from the other plant, which is ilsaini. Mm-hmm. So th- this word is, is extremely beautiful and more you dig more you find things that it's it's like uh, no end, no end. You discover, you discover, and you discover. The the, the herbs of Palestine are fantastic, and and what you're saying about Lsaina or Wara Lsan, you know, the, the texture of it, and that's why it's called Lsanator. It's because it's a very rough texture. If you look at Meramia, the leaves of Meramia, they have exactly the same texture, in exactly. a different color and in a different taste, of course. But, you know, there's a lot of these herbs that come from one family, which then we're seeing a bit all over. Um, And there's one herb I I want to talk about with our listeners because they didn't live the stress we had to go through, you and I, with Mu'ra. Oh, my God, Mu'ra. This is a plant that I love, Chef Fadi. So Mu'ra, for for people listening, uh, with them. Um, I didn't know Mu'ra. Mu'ra grows mainly in the area of Tiberias and Nazareth. Um, it's something that is very much loved by people in, in the in that area of northern Palestine. And I had not, not never heard of Mu'ra. So Wissam decided that I have to use Mu'ra and I have to get introduced to Mu'ra. Except that he wasn't here. He, he had gone back to Paris. 
and he drove me crazy. And as a result, I drove crazy everybody I know from the north. So we had a friend of ours called Hanin and a friend of ours called Ines start looking for Mu'ra and how they could send it to Bethlehem. And finally, Ines found some Mu'ra. She sent it to Bethlehem. And then I went through a few days where the challenge that Wissam gave me was try and do something different than the traditional recipes with Mu'ra. So I... I I think I did with Sam, if I'm not mistaken, 12 different recipes with Mu'ra. They were all okay, but they weren't wow. And then the day after, I sent with Sam a picture of a chocolate mousse with Mu'ra. And I think that was the right balance. But with Sam, tell, tell me about the traditional Mu'ra. But before that, Chef Badi, I want to just, for the first time that I don't agree with you, the, the 12 uh, uh, examples that you did, that was wow. Honestly, it looks so good. And I, until today, I can't believe that you did out of Mokra chocolate, chocolate mousse. That's, I can't believe it. That's, I'm, I'm so proud because you have, you brought actually the tradition to another dimension. And this is what we are looking also with the brothers Jubran, how we can respect tradition, but in the same time, draw the tradition of the future. And this is what you did. You gave a new touch for your tradition without to betray your origins and your identity. And I really congratulate you. Thank you. But that's what you guys do with music. You, Thank you. You bring music to a different space in, in a modern approach of, of music and, and our culture because your music carries so much of our culture. You know what? I'm going to tell you a secret now. And... Um, when I listen to your music, there's one album I cannot listen to, and it's the one with the late Mahmoud Darwish, because it just sends me into such a nostalgic moment of of our identity. You captured our identity in that moment of combining your your fantastic musical creations with a fantastic poetry and the voice of a poet that's no more with us today and to be honest that's one i cannot listen to because it, it drives me into a different space sometimes i listen to it in my kitchen but it's when i'm alone i don't have to serve people and i'm just creating because it really gets out a lot of emotions well thank you very much chef Fadi, for this big compliment i hope i deserve it <laughs> but i can say one thing that mahmoud darwish brought us a lot and he's still is still alive for us. Um, each time that we listen to his voice and to each time that we read um, his poetry, we are inspired. We are like, we smell Palestine. And this is the symbol of Palestine. For me, Mahmoud Darwish is, is the other voice of Palestine. We miss him a lot. And uh, we, 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 we promise you that um, we will surprise you more and more Mahmoud Darwish, again, he's still alive for us. And he will stay forever. Inshallah. His, his, you, you're making his poetry still alive. Um, what you've managed, if, if I can compare music to, to food, what you guys managed, the, the trio Jubran, the, the three brothers, um, was to make Palestinian identity international. Palestinian culture international. And that is, I think, a moment of... You started this movement 
of us as Palestinians portraying our true culture, our true identity to the world in a manner that is faithful to who we are, but also transformed into something that is more global and and, and more accessible to people. Um, Do you think this is what needs to also be done with food? Do we need to go beyond the hummus? Um, I believe the point of departure, actually, it's to respect our tradition, to respect our um, roots, to respect the nature that we are living with. I remember that Mahmoud Darwish was saying uh, why we love uh, the nature of Palestine, because it's so simple, it's so pure, um, and it has such energy. And food is coming from nature. I mean, when you walk and when you see plants, when you touch and when you smell and when you cook with, it's impossible to ignore that and to to start to search for something that is farther than that. We have everything and it's so rich what we have. We need just only to present it in another way. Um, it's it's like you are cooking, and in the end, the last touch, it's how you present your dish. Yeah. And and it's for me, it's from A to Z. How to present things? It's it's art as well. It's the art of of the table. Mm. And, and the art of music. With Sam, a question: What's the, the what's the dish you miss the most from your mother's cooking? Uh, if you ask me today, now, like literally uh, now, if you could, in a in a magical second, be in M. Samir's kitchen, what do you want? Akub. Ah. <laughs> you know that this, we are in the season now. It's of Akub, this plant that I love, and I'm used to go with my father to uh, to Tiberia actually, and uh, to find Akub. Uh, I miss that, and I miss to clean it. You know, Akub, it's very difficult to clean because it's it has you know the needles and it it hurts, and I miss it. Um, yeah, that's that's for today. If you ask me for tomorrow, I don't know, but I know that yesterday, like I wanted another plate, which is the wali, uh, and I I make it in Paris, but I miss the touch of my mom. Mothers have special touches. Palestinian mothers have very special touches. You know, I I cooked this morning for me at home a, a simple recipe that that my mother does, and she actually I actually called her and asked her what, what should I do and what should I put, uh, and I followed her recipe, but it didn't have the same taste. But your your dawali looked very nice. But let me go back to Akub because Akub for me is as you think. Mahmoud Darwish for you is a voice of Palestine in, in, in terms of the poetry. For me, in terms of food, of plants, not of food, of plants, Akub is the symbol of Palestine. I, well, I have such a strong link with Akub because it's a very short season. So just to describe to our listeners that are not from Palestine and that haven't seen Akub before or eaten Akub. Akub is a thistle. It's called Gundelia. It grows in the Mediterranean region. It's a very, very short season and it has a lot of thorns and then you need to clean them. So you you cut the thorns from that little thistle and between the little pieces of the thistle, there's always little parts of the, of the, the thorns 
So you need to really, really clean them well. And it's a very long process, as Wissam was saying. And then you, you cook the akub. The taste of akub, for me, is somewhere between asparagus and artichoke. It's in the middle of that that taste and range of, of taste in the palate. How do you how does your mother cook akub? Well, before she cooks, uh, to be honest, now you easily remember. I mean, when we when we clean it, I think I eat like a quarter of the quantity like this. It's so much <laughs> good. I think it has like kind of vitamins that we need, and I miss it. And then how we cook it? It's uh, it's with the meat. You know, first of all, you cook the meat like with lamp and then you add the akub and you add the spices and in the end you put a little lemon it's very simple more simple for us uh, the food more simple it's more tasty and um, no need to to add more things sometimes we make it with um, white sauce which is uh, leban mm-hmm. uh, sauce mm-hmm. sauce uh, yes uh, which is uh, delicious as well. Um, th- this is the way we make it in Nazareth, two options. You'll be surprised. Uh, a few years ago, the Israeli government decided that it's forbidden for people to pick akub. And in the West Bank, I am you know, based in Bethlehem, I decided that uh, you know nobody tells me what I can pick or not in my land, and especially not an occupying force. So I decided to do a five-course menu with only akub, and for the dessert, I, I didn't know what to do. So finally, I, I, I kept trying things, and I realized I cleaned akub, I blanched it in hot water just for a few seconds for it to cook a bit, dried it very well, and then I dipped it inside a dark chocolate. So you had instead of a strawberry with dark chocolate, akub with dark chocolate. And it worked fantastically. And it worked now that you are making me, driving me crazy, and you are driving the listeners crazy. <laughs> we are now, I mean, stuck at home, and you are talking about Akub and chocolate. Come on, please. Okay, guys, please I have shape. to tell you this. Wissam, Wissam, if you're starting the war, I have to tell you this. A few nights ago, I couldn't sleep. And finally, by like 5.30 in the morning or 6, I felt I could go to sleep. So I was going to, to bed, and my phone rings, and there's a message. I look at the message, and it was Wissam in Paris, who could not sleep also, and he was baking bread. And he said, yeah. oh, but, but I have one question, then I'll let you go to sleep. And then we ended up speaking about bread for an hour. So Wissam, you often do this to me, where it's moments where I'm not cooking or not eating, and you send me these fantastic pictures of food you're doing, and then you make me hungry and wanting to... To, to try the recipe, you're a fantastic cook. And as far as I found out, speaking with your two brothers, both Adnan and Samir are also fantastic cooks. Absolutely. They they love cooking uh, too. And uh, we make sometimes competition uh, for fishing. We love fishing. And uh, what I can tell you, Chef Fadi, I don't regret to know you. But one thing, maybe I regret that I follow you on the social media because... I can't focus anymore on my work. When I see the food that you create, honestly, I, I I don't concentrate anymore. And I miss the Palestinian food. And from here, I want to send a message to all my people in Palestine and outside of Palestine that we miss you, all of you. We miss, we miss to share these moments with you and moments with the family. And I was so pride, proud to know you, 
Chef Fadi, and to be in Bethlehem and discover uh, your beautiful restaurant. And I hope really to have again a challenge to, to cook together. Ah, Wissam, thank you for your nice words. That's what we didn't tell our, our listeners. It's actually we cooked together when you guys were in Bethlehem and you you did fantastic things in the in the kitchen. But but what was really fun is when we went to the market together because Culturally, and this is something that people don't really imagine, because when you look at Palestine, you think it's quite a small country. But, you know, Nazareth is not very far from Bethlehem. It's a few hours' drive. Um, but what was very interesting with Wissam and when we went around the market in Adnan um, that day was that we found out there's a lot of produce that either have different names, different pronunciations for the names, or they're cooked differently between Nazareth and Bethlehem. And Wissam mentioned earlier doing akub with Laban. So Wissam, if I understand correctly, in the area of Nazareth, you don't use Laban Jamid, which is the dried yogurt, right? No, honestly, in Nazareth, I didn't know that. Uh, I knew this um, when I, dis- you know, I discovered the food of uh, uh, the West Bank because Samir is living in the West Bank, so I, I taste often uh, things over there um it's good too i liked it very much but i missed the one of my mom to be honest it's a different laban and it's a different approach with them thank you for being with us this morning um thank you for the message thank you i have to thank you because you made me really happy and such a pleasure to share things with you it has nothing to do with music but i can say yes it has to do you know, I remember before to finish, I remember one thing when I went to Italy to to learn in, in the Institute of Stradivari. And the first day when my master took me aside and asked me a question, very strange question. Uh, he told me, do you cook? I said, yes. He told me, no, 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 no. Do you cook? I said, yes, I cook very well. He said, okay, so you can come to me. And what I want to say, and we started actually the, this interview together, speaking about the relation between music and kitchen. You know, I want also to say that there is a relation between the kitchen and the oud making. Mm-hmm. It's a, the recipes. When we talk about recipes and different recipes, we are talking about small secrets. You know, each one has his own uh, secret and recipe. And the same is in the oud making. When you make the varnish, when you um, uh, choose the wood it has a smell it has taste as well when you make the varnish we use some spices as well so it's a, such a pleasure to talk to you chef fadi and to share all of that with you and with, i discover many things thanks to you with them but you 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 gave me something so i'm gonna ask you to tell us i mean we, we are gonna both tell people a secret that we found out we both use differently mistaka Mistaka, that's really one of my secrets. Mistaka is a story, it's a love story. I get the Mistaka directly from an island from um, Greece, and I use it in my work for the oud making. It's such a pleasure to work with it because it has this uh, smell, uh, aroma smell. It's uh, it's incense, you know, It's, 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 it's a treasure. Um, that we you put as well that I miss right now. I think it's the first year year in my life that I don't eat 
كعكه بعجبي now it's the season of these pastries with dates and we add the mistaka uh, inside and mihlab i miss that a lot it's uh, mistaka is for the ones that don't know mistaka it's called arabic gum and it's actually the resin of the acacia tree and in greece they have the best mistaka in the world um But historically, acacias were, were present all over the Mediterranean basin and in, in, in a bit of the, the South Arabian um, uh, peninsula. Um, Mistak is used for, for the sweets, for the desserts. Wissam uses it for his, his oud making. And guys, when Wissam says oud making um, and kitchen are, are very close, what I invite you to do is watch his Instagram And sometimes he posts these videos where he is either finishing a hood or, or working the wood of a hood. And if you look at his hands and how he works, it's for me it's very similar to how chefs finish a plate when they're decorating it. It's the precision, but also the, the passion of what you're what you have between your fingers. Uh, in Wissam's case, it's Oud, it's the wood, it's the, the, the whole story of, of Oud um, and the inheritance of... Because Wissam, there's a lot of a story behind it and you, your father uh, works with the Ouds. You, you, it's a question of transmission also. Absolutely. It's a, it's a story of transmission. It's a responsibility when you hold this culture um, uh, and you see that it's... It, may, it might disappear and moreover when we have occupation then you have to fight and you need to prove that this is your culture and you need to work uh, to improve as well this culture and to, uh, to, to, to satisfy other cultures when they come to discover your, your country. But before to, to end this subject, I want to make a small correction if you allow me, Chef. Please. When you said the Arabic gum, it's not it's, it's not the same than the um, uh, the, the mistaka. It's another thing. Arabic gum, it is a gum that is coming from acacia tree. The mistaka is coming from a tree which is the pistache tree, wild pistache tree. Oh. And this is it's 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 not easy and I that's why I'll allow myself to say about to correct this uh, this thing a lot of people they do this mistake it's it's very similar but actually the difference it's that's not the same tree and the mistaka actually it's much smaller the arabic gum it's bigger and it's harder ah i didn't know <laughs> this it's very interesting what you're saying so it comes from the wild pistache tree Absolutely. And I use both, the Arabic gum and the pistache in my work. That's why I know both. Ah. And are they similar in, in taste? Taste, no. It's, it's really very, very different. Very different. The Arabic gum, it has no taste, actually. Ah. The Arabic gum has no taste, but the, the mistaka, it has beautiful taste. So we all use mistaka only. Um, mistaka, yeah, for food. But we use as well the Arabic gum in food. As a solidifier. We use, we use Arabic gum as a solidifier in food, in liquids. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. It's a, it's a coagulant when we, um, 
break it down and put it in a liquid, it will help it solidify, while Mistaka gives it flavor. Yes, exactly. Wissam, thank you. I hope you're... You'll be back to Palestine very quickly to to your to Nazareth first, and then to Bethlehem because I miss cooking with you. Uh, I know why you tell me that because you want me to bring Mu'ra from Nazareth. You don't find it in Bethlehem. Shit. No, I want you to bring <laughs> Abu Samir with you so he can tell me about Mu'ra. <laughs> I'm joking. I thank you so much, um, Chef Fadi, for your generosity first of all and your kindness, and you have this responsibility to transmit, to give, and to, you know, to present the Palestinian culture through uh, the art of table. I thank you very much for all what you do, and uh, hope to see you again very, very soon in Palestine. Thank you, Sam. Thank you for, for the responsibility you are carrying with your brothers on transmitting our, our music and our culture to the world, uh, and in such a beautiful manner. And, and also transmitting our food culture because whether it's, it's you or Samir or Adnan, on social media you're always very much promoting Palestinian food in, in a million ways wherever you are. And, and that's fantastic is you combine, you actually present a whole culture and identity through your music but also through who you are. Thank you. Thank you for, for being those beautiful ambassadors of Palestine. Thank you. You too, Chef Fadi. We love you so much. Shukran, Wissam, and we, we love <laughs> you. And stay safe. You too.